We're back. I'm Brian. This is Richard. And this is I Love You 3000 Minutes Podcast. The podcast where we time travel through the entire Infinity Saga one glorious minute at a time. We're on Iron Man 1, minute 7. And Richie, what happened? Well, it's like glorious time travel. It's the opposite of good time travel where you just instantly get there. This is going to be the opposite. We're going to take it slower. Time is going to be longer and things are going to be, we're going to be moving fast motion without slow motion. We went back in time and we got to just live through to catch up. There's no time travel forward. Uh-huh. We're going back and we're slowly just getting older. Just thought we'd clarify as for you guys. As we catch up to modern times. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, it's a fun endgame joke. <laughs> you fucking ruiner of jokes. I like it. I do like it. No. Anyway. <laughs> Obadiah looks to be not too much of a dick. He makes a good excuse for uh, Tony. And uh, so, you know, he's not showing off immediately. Showing immediately to be like he could be in opposition to Tony in any way, but... The best uh, thing about Tony is also the worst. He's always working. Mm-hmm. Working. <laughs> you know? And then we get that music cue again. dun 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 Mm-hmm. We're having fun. This general gentleman appears clearly kind of offended, kind of miffed that uh, Tony didn't accept it. Yeah, we start with that. We see the bald gentleman come up and button his suit, looking all fancy. And he says, thank you, Colonel. And, oh, I never actually caught this, but the subtitles. Rhodey, I mean, this mm. gentleman presenting it, because I don't know either of their names, says, thanks for the save. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's something I probably didn't hear in audio. Yeah, I've never heard it. And then he says, this is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all very much. And we cut to another military guy in the crowd just looking. I wonder if that's a cameo. If it was meant to be a bigger role, I don't know who this gentleman in the in the military What's stuffs. the uh, weird mustache? Ooh, shots fired. And shades inside! I mean, most mustaches are weird, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Just this fuzzy thing. He's Sniper Agent 009 without the vowels and Sniper. Get him. <laughs> but he does have shades inside. I would argue that's a little bit weirder. Yeah, right? It is. But let me see. And, oh, so does Tony. <laughs> but they're red shades, so they're sexy. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if that's a cameo of somebody. Or if that's an actual military guy, considering what I was talking about last minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he makes a very funny joke. And also, I see that the gentleman who is presenting has this kind of knowing smile. Like, he may have heard this speech before. Mm-hmm. But he says, well, I'm not Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Great line. Mm-hmm. But if I were Tony, he would be very honored. And blah, blah, blah. And I didn't notice, but we've got ropes in the back protecting the glittery tinsel stuff <laughs> hanging down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've just got ropes. No one can go past that. Don't touch the tinsel. <laughs> Don't touch the tinsel set. Um, he's nice and lit up. Big auditorium. Lots of tables. Looks like my wedding. I'm kidding. No one's ever loved me. Just gonna leave that hanging there. Okay. Uh, I was focused on what was happening <laughs> on the screen. Good. Thanks for the save. Uh-huh. 
But then do you want to take the reins for... I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of more exposition. Stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He makes an excuse for him. Uh, like Tony the Stark general be honored. The general approaches him like, bruh, WTF. No, he said colonel. The colonel approaches him like, bruh, you left me hanging. Well, what'd you do that for? Like, I think a person who couldn't hear or and didn't have the subtitles would be like, oh, hey, I understand what's happening here. He looks pretty mad at uh, that guy. Yeah. And uh, when we cut over, we get a beautiful shot of a craps table with that music cue. And we see Mr. Stark with a nice button-up red shirt, red sunglasses on the casino floor. And over his shoulder, our boy John Favreau putting himself in that movie. John Favreau, whose first film was Swingers, directed by the guy who ended up directing Edge of Tomorrow and Mr. and Mrs. Smith and American Maid. I'm forgetting his name. But he wrote Swingers, co-starred in it. Mm-hmm. John Favreau directed this film, and I'll, I've gotten a co-writing credit on this. That also looks like Hillary Swank in this blurry. We're, we're it looking actually at this does. Blurry. It looks a little it Hillary. It's not Hillary Swank. Definitely. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Now that the picture moved, it's not. No, but it does look like her. Mm-hmm. And look, even this table has so much excitement that there's even a guy in the background when Tony Stark goes to hit. The John Favreau guy on the shoulder, very familial, very friendly. I like it. We got a guy three rows of people back excited at this craps table. This craps table has a lot of people around. He must be even more popular. And Mr. Stark goes to flirt with a woman in red. But hey, Hillary Swank. She's like, no, no, no. What's up? We don't think it's Hillary Swank, by the way, but it just I looks know. a lot like it. Yeah. Hillary Swanky. That's her name. Her name's Hillary Swanky. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, we should just stay till the morning. Now, do you think he (laughs) means at this crap table? Or does he mean somewhere else? Oh! I'm asking you. You're Mr. Maxim. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me Mr. Maxim, even though I might use it as a gaming handle in the future. Um... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's like, hey, let's do something till the morning, wink, wink. (sighs) And then we get the colonel coming in, like you said, you are unbelievable. (laughs) And then, I don't understand, look, I'm gonna peer into the future. I don't understand since they leave this place by going to his private jet with him waiting there, how... (laughs) Tony's like, what? They roped you into this? How are you here, man? When they fly out together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's there before there, so it, before him. So it's... Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's back at his home. Oh, I thought that Never was mind. the colonel saying, oh, no, did they rope you into this? No, no, that's Tony. Okay. So never mind. I was remembering wrong. That's him leaving his house after he's fixing a car and blah, blah. Forget everything I just said. I'm not cutting it out. These are my quirks. This will make you love me more. For not being perfect. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, but he said, nobody roped me into anything. Look at all those chips Tony has. This guy, this craps table guy has a watch. And I'm guessing that's the Caesars logo. And the woman in red starts going. But look at those chips Tony has. Hillary Swanky has like two chips. Mm-hmm. If If it's not... This it's woman probably, in the pink-ish, yellowish dress. It's, it's probably the corner there. Tony's got a... The woman in red has some... Are, are those hers or... I don't know. 
She's got she's got a little pile, it looks like. Mm-hmm. But he's got a big old pile. Mm-hmm. Red chips. I don't know what those red and black, what's the value of those? Is he just having a, a 10 million bucks on that table? Tell us in the comments. But we see John Favreau looking as Hillary Swanky's getting... Um, Handsy. Rooster blocked. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Red Lady throws some chips on the table. And the Colonel, because that's the only name we know, they said, but they told me that if I presented you with an award, you'd be deeply honored. He says, of course I'd be deeply honored. And it's... But f- yeah. if not for the subtitles, we wouldn't know what's next. Uh-huh. That'll be in the next minute. Anything else you'd like to say? What What do you think their relationship is? They know each other. The colonel is mad. Uh, well, miffed. And, uh, yeah. And she's trying to be milfed. They advanced the story. <laughs> they've, they've advanced the story and, uh, and stuff in this minute. Show that they're friendly enough. That mm-hmm. The first season is like, oh no, they roped you into this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see it as a, as fun as that craps table. By the mm-hmm. way, he said roped you into it. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, you got to come, cool. It's mm-hmm. like, oh no, this is business, right? Uh, it's fun to see how just thirty six hours before he was having the time of his life and a good old playboy lifestyle, and then, well, thirty six hours later, he's taken hostage. Now I gotta ask, that is interesting, and I gotta ask, since you said all mustaches are weird. That's a neat military mustache. <laughs> what about that Colonel's mustache? Not weird? I- I'll weird? try Not to weird? trim the, the 20 whiskers that form on either side of my <laughs> upper lip to look like that. I'll try that. It is interesting because the guy with the mustache and sunglasses were both like, no, no, to those details respectively, mustache you. Sunglasses me. And now we got a guy with a beautiful mustache and a guy with beautiful sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> indoors. And we're like, yes, yes. <laughs> si bueno. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Different expensive shades there for Tony Stark. It really does make a difference for me that they're red shades. For Tony or for the military? For wearing them inside. Oh, okay. I don't know how cool the military guy would mm-hmm. be wearing red shades. Literal rose-colored glasses. I mean, that could be a thing. I don't know if that's what they were going for. Ah! Also red for Iron Man. I mean, who's Iron Man? Ooh. All I know is there's I don't a metal sound. There's a title metal sounding card with it. Do you find it interesting that in these movies, that instead of like a title sequence or more dedicated to the title, there's the Marvel logo? Has taken the title sequence spot. And the titles are really... Dunk! We're here for three seconds. Even Avengers. Even Avengers Age of Ultron. And I'm guessing for the other ones. It's really just... Poof, and then they rotate out. Yeah. I mean, true. Uh, I mean, the Marvel thing is just like... They're putting their stamp as a studio. Where it's not Paramount. It's not Universal Studios. It's Marvel Studios. And, right? So then... Yeah. And I was in NJRTC. That is a lot of ribbons on that guy's chest. That's a lot of ribbons to earn. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a colonel, so does. I bet he, if they have a limit, he's got like a whole mason jar of ones that he's like, <laughs> not nah, good enough for my chest. Mm-hmm. This was good enough once, mm-hmm. but I have transcended that. This is my Mark 56 ribbon. 
that's a reference to the franchise. Alright, anything else? Nope. I thought that was like a bullet. That looks suggestive. <laughs> In the corner, bottom right hand corner near the 53 second mark of this minute, uh, there's a little thing poking up past the chips. If anyone has spent time at the craft tables, which I literally never have, uh, tell us what that phallic little thing is. <sighs> to the left of the purplish, bluish, reddish chips. <laughs> All right, that's been Minute 7. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.